You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. US President Joe Biden on Wednesday expressed outrage over a blast at a Gaza City hospital that killed about 500 Palestinians and directed his national security team to continue gathering information to gain a clearer understanding of the events leading up to the explosion. I am outraged and deeply saddened by the explosion at the Al Ahl Arab Hospital in Gaza and the terrible loss of life that resulted, President Biden said in a statement. Immediately upon hearing this news, I spoke with King Abdullah II of Jordan and Prime Minister Netanyahu of Israel and have directed my national security team to continue gathering information about what exactly happened, he added. Israeli and Palestinian officials blamed each other for the explosion that has resulted in by far the highest death toll in any single incident in Gaza during the latest spate of violence. Gaza officials contend that an Israeli airstrike was responsible for the deaths while Israel insists that a failed Palestinian rocket attack triggered the catastrophic blast. A spokesperson for the Israeli military said analysis by its operational system showed an enemy rocket barrage aimed at Israel was passing the hospital at the time of the strike and blamed the Palestinian Islamic Jihad militant group. Islamic Jihad denied that any of its rockets were involved in the hospital blast saying it did not have any activity in or around Gaza City at that time. The minority judgment of the Supreme Court in the same-sex marriage case embarked on an expansive jurisprudential journey in its zealous endeavor to forge a right for the queer community to enter into a civil union, holding it to be the key to fulfillment of their existing rights and entitlement of a raft of other benefits available to heterosexual couples. Through their judgments, the justices gave queer couples series of potential rights to adopt a child, to succession and maintenance. to pension and gratuity to end of life medical decisions only for the majority judges to overrule an order that the community would have perceived as a significant step authored separately by chief justice of india cji dhananjaya y chandrachud and justice sanjay kishan call the judgment held that it is insufficient for the state to hold that queer couples are not legally prohibited from cohabitation or live as couples when the full enjoyment of such relationships makes it necessary that the state accord recognition to such relationships thus the right to enter into a union includes the right to associate with a partner of one's choice according recognition to the association and ensuring that there is no denial of access to basic goods and services is crucial to achieve the goal of self-development noted the CJI's judgment the union government is likely to amend the national pension scheme nps by the year end to ensure employees get at least 40 to 45% of their last drawn salary as retirement payout based on recommendations of a high level panel currently looking into the matter to people familiar with the development said The issue of pension is currently a politically polarizing issue with several opposition ruled states switching to the old pension scheme OPS which offered pensioners monthly benefits of 50% of their salary drawn at the time of retirement. The current market linked pension plan launched in 2004 offers no such guaranteed base amounts. The other point of contention is that the NPS is based on an employee contribution of 10% of their salary 
with the government contributing 14%, there is no employee contribution in OPS. The modified new pension scheme will see some changes in actuarial calculations to offer higher returns, one of the officials said. It is also likely to see changes in the share of contributions made by the employee and the employer, in this case, the central government and states. It is possible to assure a base amount as payout depending on how the actuarial framework is arrived at, the first official said. NPS allows pensioners to withdraw 60% of the corpus at the time of retirement, tax-free, and buy an annuity for the remaining 40%, payments from which are taxable. States ruled by opposition parties, including Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, Jharkhand, Himachal Pradesh, and Punjab, have reverted to the old pension system, which some economists say could push state governments into bankruptcy. India on Tuesday offered its assistance to Central Asian states to tackle terrorism and drug trafficking and to build defences against cyber threats as part of measures to bolster cooperation and connectivity with the strategic region. The offer was made by National Security Advisor Ajit Doval while participating in the second meeting of Indian and Central Asian security officials that was hosted by Kazakhstan. Noting that India and Central Asia face common security challenges, he said malign actors from interconnected networks threaten the shared neighborhood. Doval said the meeting is being held at a time when the world is facing great challenges and dialogue is the only answer to settling differences and disputes. Diplomacy must be at the center of all conflict resolution initiatives, and India stands for meaningful and sustainable engagement with all Central Asian states. He said terrorism, in all forms and manifestations, remains one of the most serious threats to international security, and all such acts, regardless of motivation or cause, are unjustifiable. He described drug trafficking as a serious menace that is often leveraged by terror groups and organized criminal gangs and highlighted the need for close coordination to tackle this problem. Doval offered fully funded capacity building programs in a range of areas to tackle both terrorism and drug trafficking. A space station by 2035 and a manned mission to the moon by 2040. These were the objectives listed by Prime Minister Narendra Modi for the Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, on Tuesday during a review of India's first manned space mission, a crucial test flight for which is scheduled on 21 October. Building on the success of the Indian space initiatives, including the recent Chandrayaan-3 and Aditya L-1 missions, Prime Minister directed that India should now aim for new and ambitious goals, including setting up Bharatiya Antariksh Station, Indian Space Station, by 2035 and sending first Indian to the moon by 2040, an official statement from the PMO said. The Department of Space, which oversees the operations of ISRO, has also been directed to develop a roadmap for India's future moon missions, the development of a next-generation launch vehicle, NGLV, which would be equipped to undertake return missions, the construction of a new launch pad, and the setting up of human-centric laboratories and associated technologies. In the meeting, PM also called upon Indian scientists to work towards interplanetary missions including a Venus orbiter mission and a Mars lander. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback 
on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HT Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. Listener.